Welcome to the Dr. Lori Morris podcast, where she interviews experts in health and science, sharing their expertise so you can live your healthiest life. This episode of the podcast is proudly sponsored by Fit Vegan Coaching, the world's leading whole food plant-based body recomposition program for Gen X and baby boomers. Founded by Maxime, whose personal journey began after losing his ex-fiance to breast cancer, Fit Vegan Coaching is on a mission to disease-proof the world through the transformative power of plant-based eating and fitness. This program is the Rolls Royce of plant-based coaching, offering all-inclusive services, personalized plans, world-class accountability, lifelong support, and more. Say goodbye to the yo-yo dieting and embrace a lasting transformation that will rev up your metabolism even post-transformation. Ready to take charge of your health and vitality? Head over to fitvegan.ca, that's fitvegan.ca, and mention Dr. Lori for exclusive bonus savings when you sign up. Don't miss this opportunity to join the movement towards a healthier, fitter, and more vibrant you. Are you tired of compromising between convenience and healthy eating? Look no further. Introducing Whole Harvest, your ultimate solution for wholesome plant-based meals. Whole Harvest is redefining the way you eat. Their meals are not only delicious, but also 100% whole food plant-based without any compromise. Whole Harvest takes pride in their approach. There's no oils, no added sugars, and low sodium. Plus, they have SOS free menu items available. I recommend Whole Harvest to my patients. They need convenient and compliant meals that can be delivered to their home. At Whole Harvest, you can reimagine your favorite dishes with a plant-based flair and enjoy menu items like the All-American Burger. Harvest lasagna and soba kimchi bowl. Whole harvest meals are chef crafted and made with high quality ingredients delivered straight to your door. And guess what? They ship nationwide so you can enjoy whole food, plant based meals no matter where you are. And here's an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. Use the discount code PLANTS30 to receive $30 off your first order. Visit wholeharvest.com and place your order today. Again, that's wholeharvest.com. Your journey to delicious whole food plant-based eating starts here. This episode of the podcast is proudly sponsored by The Healing Kitchen, your path to vibrant health. Immerse yourself in the transformative program guided by the combined expertise of myself, Dr. Lori Marbus, and Chef Brittany Giroudi, who has lost 70 pounds on a whole food plant-based diet. Here's what's in store for you. Virtual weekly sessions. Engage in an immersive 60-minute virtual session every single week where you'll delve into the world of wholesome plant-based goodness right from your own kitchen. Cooking with Brittany the first half hour. Unleash your inner chef as you're captivated by Chef Brittany Giroudi's culinary mastery that will delight your taste buds and nourish your body. Medical Q&A with Dr. Lori, the last half hour. Prioritize your well-being during the second half hour. I will personally address your medical inquiries, providing evidence-based insights and personalized advice, empowering you to make informed choices for your health. So join us on The Healing Kitchen to help you step into a healthier and most vibrant future. Hello, everyone. And uh, it is now later afternoon. So I am here, though, at least doing a live, but I really wanted to speak to five ways that you can decrease your blood pressure. And the reason this is on my mind is I'm actually 
uh, doing a summit on hypertension and that'll go live next March. So it's a lot of work involved in getting the summit ready to go. So I just finished interviewing Dr. Kim Williams, who is a dear friend and just always enjoy learning from him. But I really wanted to talk to you about some of the things that I've done with my own patients and what does the research show that you can actually start doing today to lower your blood pressure. I really think practical tools are really important. But I really wanted to first talk about, let's just talk about the problem real quick. So many people actually have hypertension, don't even know it. So in the United States, for example, if you're over the age of 20, um, you have a one in two chance of having high blood pressure, given 46% of Americans have high blood pressure. That is an insane number. That's what, close to 130, 140 million people just in this country. So the number one risk of death worldwide is hypertension, and it kills 9 million people worldwide annually, increases risk for heart attack, stroke, heart failure, heart disease, um, or excuse me, uh, heart failure, kidney disease. Um, and, you know, it's only second to cigarettes in, uh, for preventable causes of death. It's the second leading cause of kidney failure, 34% following diabetes. And um, that comes along with the one thing that's really important. If you have a systolic blood pressure greater than 115, it's thought to be the single most important determinant of death in the world today. So there you go. There's the good news. No, I'm just kidding. Um, let's just define what blood pressure means. And one thing that's really important, if you do measure your blood pressure, which I encourage you to be doing um, at least every so often, but, you know, even maybe even outside of, the doctor's office because sometimes when you're going to the doctor you're not feeling well you're stressed there is a white coat hypertension where people are presented in the um, doctor's office they're often rushed they don't want to be there I still don't know anybody who wants to be in a doctor's office um, sometimes including the doctor and um, and what you would see is this elevated high blood pressure when at home maybe it's much lower or maybe even the opposite. Sometimes it might be so much stress and other things occurring in the home that maybe it's actually higher at home. So I'd encourage you to have your own blood pressure um, uh, cuff. I'm looking because I have one over here that I can grab. Um, and it's called, let me grab it. Oh, it just fell apart. Um, this is called the Omron. And Omron's a really good brand, guys. If you do get a, a, this one was like 30 bucks. It's the bronze, I think. So basically, it'll have this little cuff. And you want to get the one that goes on the upper arm. And then this is electronic. You just push a little button, and it will measure your blood pressure. And these are fairly accurate. When you put on the cuff, you want to make sure, like I said, it's on this upper area. And that there's probably about a finger or two fingers space so you don't want it so tight that you can't even put your finger under there, but not so loose that you can put like your whole hand. So, um, and you may need to get a different cuff size depending on the size of your upper arm. The wrist ones are found to be less um, accurate. So if I do have a patient, I do encourage them to, to get an Omron, which you can get, like I said, on Amazon. And the $30 one is fine. And um, sometimes at least once a year, you want to take in your electronic one that you have at home to the doctor's office so they can calibrate it to make sure that it's within reasonable numbers, you know, like when you check it manually, uh, that is also uh, the same when you check it electronically. So when you do that, uh, blood pressure ideally, ideally under 115, but if you can get under 120 on top and then under 80 on the bottom, right? So then you're, you're doing well. 
Now, what that means is that's the systolic pressure is on top. And what that means is that when the heart's contracting, it's the pressure that's exerted on the heart or excuse me, the arteries in the body. And then the bottom number, the diastolic number is when the heart is in between contractions and it's filling, that's just the resting pressure that's being exerted on those arteries. So you can imagine if you, you know, hold the um, <clears throat> end of a, you know, those long skinny balloons and you're blowing on it, you know, you're, you're breathing. Think of it that way when you're trying to push out the, the, the balloon with your air, that's kind of what you can feel is that that's what the puncture it's measuring that resistance or that, um, the, the exertion. Um, I'm not a physics major or a mechanic, uh, in mechanical engineer, I can explain this more, more eloquently, but there you go. Um, so then, so that's normal. And then you have elevated, right? So that's between 120 and 129. Um, still under 80 on the bottom. Stage one hypertension is 130 to 139. And then that would be that in the bottom number, 80 to 89. Stage two um, is anything greater than 140 and over 90. Um, a hypertensive emergency when someone needs, should be going to the ER is over 180 on top. Okay, so that's really important to keep that in mind because um, I will get that question on um, at, at sometimes. So if there's um, beyond medications, there may be some ways that you may be thinking that you might want to lower your blood pressure. Absolutely, there is. And that's what we're going to talk about. So you want to eat the high nitrate containing foods. Like these are the foods that convert to nitric oxide in your body. And the way it works is there, it travels through your system. And your saliva is actually a really important player here. The, the bacteria and the saliva are really important in this conversion. So you don't want to use mouthwash. Um, instead, you know, you can brush your teeth, but try to avoid the mouthwash if you can. Actually, green tea has actually been shown to be very effective in, you know, if you had some other things that you want to clean in the mouth. But anyway, um, but it won't kill the bacteria like the chlorhexidine and some other things in the mouthwashes. So those good bacteria in those mouth are really important. And um, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be brushing. You still should brush. <laughs> we want to make sure we don't end up with cavities and poor dental hygiene. But at the same time, being mindful of the um, not using any mouthwash. So, um, you know, nitric oxide is a really power, what they call vasodilator. It's expanding the blood vessels. And then that will decrease your blood pressure. Because you can imagine if um, anything that expands will lower the pressure because it's giving it more space. Um, so what are those going to be? So it's going to be things like, um, rhubarb, believe it or not, arugula, uh, basil, beets and beet greens and cilantro and butterleaf lettuce. But number one is rhubarb. Then I believe it was butterleaf lettuce, arugula, and then actual the beetroot. And you can actually do the beetroot powder or the beet juice. It's actually been shown to be very effective and, um, <clears throat> anywhere between six to 10, um, numbers, the points of decrease on the top. So check those out. Um, of course, you can do Swiss chard, musclin greens, oak, uh, leaf lettuce. Those are some other ones. Um, also, uh, eat two tablespoons of ground flax daily. So uh, one study showed that hypertensive patients um, with a starting blood pressure greater than 140 uh, milligrams per mercury responded to flaxseed with an average decrease of 15 milligrams per mercury. Now, that is actually better than many drugs. So think about that. Um, the other thing is, the next thing is exercise and movement, of course. 
Um, just moving regular aerobic exercise will lower blood pressure between five to seven milligrams of mercury with those who have high blood pressure. And the interesting thing is that um, you really also want to think about isometric exercise. So I read this article yesterday about the different types of exercise and which ones actually benefit the most with lowering your blood pressure. And um, they spoke to aerobic exercise, which would be like walking, running, uh, you know, hit training, things like that, resistance training. So just lifting weights and then isometric exercises. So those would be the ones like the wall sits. They're painful. You know, those ones in kids that you know, you're, if you had a gym teacher that was really mean and they make you sit on the, the wall for like a full minute and you thought you were going to cry. Um, yeah, those. And also another one would be like um, hanging from a bar, for example, that would be another isometric exercise. So what they found was that the isometric exercises actually lower blood pressure more than the other type of exercises. And it was statistically, statistically significant. Apparently later on the day on Fridays, I'm struggling to speak. So that would be uh, something to keep in mind. So try to do some wall sits every day. Um, and the other one was you want to think about the fit principle, which is frequency, intensity, time, and type, right? So frequency, how often? So for aerobic exercise, you know, five to seven days per week, augmented by resistance training, two to three days per week, and then flexibility training, two to three days per week. Again, those can all be in different times of day, different types, but you might want to check it out. Intensity is how hard. So it's a moderate level of intensity for aerobic exercise. And the easiest way for me to explain this is if you are walking and or jogging where you're just having to take a breath to finish a sentence, right? It's not so easy that you can just have a leisurely conversation, but you're kind of just going to have to be mindful of your breath to get the words out. So that would be what we could consider moderate intensity. And that will mean different things for different people based on your current fitness level. And, you know, for some, it might be just walking uh, on a flat uh, level uh, space. Someone might be, you know, I'm really short of breath, just, you know, hiking up a hill. Maybe that's where you need to be. Again, just some ideas there. Um, time for how long? At least 30 to 60 minutes per day um, of aerobic exercise. And then if you can, you can also um, disperse that into maybe three uh, or to six, 10 minute bursts. So those have also been found to be very uh, useful. Um, that would include even 20 seconds. Really interesting work. Um, research on, I'm looking at my stairs over here. If you get up maybe uh, every hour to two hours where you're working and do the, do like some jumps in place or run up some stairs up and down, they found that actually had a lot of benefit cardiovascular wise. So anything that you can do to move your body is fantastic. Um, and then of course, like I said, you want to, when you're doing aerobic exercise, you're already using large muscles, but for resistance training, trying to do those compound movements, right? So I have a um, weighted ball, like a medicine ball, it's 20 pounds. So I've tried to do as many as I can of squats. And then I lay the ball down and I do this. So now I'm lifting, I'm doing like the bicep component. And then as I'm going up, I'm pushing it above my head into like a press. So now I'm lifting it. And then I do that again. And so that I just have here available, you can also utilize um, some of these like little uh, bands I have available here as well. And you can sit at your office and your desk and 
people having meetings, put them around your thighs, do some, um, you know, hip um, extension exercises. You could do some monster walk with these. Um, you could hold it down and do some bicep curls. Lots of different things you can do. Another thing that's really interesting is um, these little, little guys, these actually work on your grip strength. And so grip strength is also actually correlated with um, longevity and decreased risk of morbidity. So a few different things you can think there is when you can squeeze it, they have different uh, strengths. So like that's 40 pounds. This is like a 50 pound. And if you wanted, it comes with these little guys. You can, I got these off of um, Amazon. And basically you, this one might be a little, yeah, this is the easier one. Squeeze it down. If you hear any clicking back here, it's dating. But basically you stretch. So this is the opposite, right? So you can maybe even do this. I was thinking about this while running this morning. Um, you stretch and then squeeze, squeeze, stretch. So now you're getting both of these. So again, you can almost do some isometrics while you're sitting. Um, again, so there's some ideas for you on what you can do while you're working or at your desk. People will think you're crazy, but that's okay. Um, you can tell them your doctor said so, and you can claim me. Um, one simple thing, and you've probably heard this before, is removing salt from your diet. So sodium really causes, causes water retention, which in turn causes the blood pressure to rise, right? So sodium causes arteries to stiffen, um, and that will um, decrease your blood flow to important vital organs like your brain and your kidneys um, and to the heart itself. So instead of, you know, adding salt to a meal, maybe try some other spices. You might find something that you really enjoy. Um, it takes about two weeks to stop craving salt, by the way. And at least that's been what's reported to me via patients. And I do know, like, if I go out to eat and it's really salty, sometimes I can't even eat it. Um, then one other tasty thing, and I think it really depends on the person, is using hibiscus tea. Um, this is, can be really helpful. So it's kind of a tart kind of flavor. It's a herbal tea. So it's um, decaffeinated or not caffeinated. And what they found is that it can lower your systolic blood pressure, that top number by about six points. So what I've had patients do is actually, um, and it depends on the person, but sometimes they'll do three cups, that's eight ounces per cup, so 24 ounces, take three tea bags or the equivalent of, you know, loose leaf, brew that in the morning. And if they wanted it to be cold, they put it in their fridge and they would have it available for to serve with their meals. Um, or you can brew it fresh with each meal, but try to get it in three times a day and see what you, you find. Um, another thing that you might want to do is um, beet juice. Um, really interesting studies on just one glass of beet juice. Um, I'm assuming you could also utilize beetroot powder. And um, there were some significant changes in blood pressure there as well. So, do you know, I think with all these things that people can be doing, of course, is a whole food plant-based diet, it's rest, it's sleep, all these different things. But these are the, the five things that I find that move the needle the most for patients. You guys really need to be mindful of improvement and not just for yourself, but anyone else that you advise of what you're doing. So if you are cooking and someone else is eating with you in your home and they have high blood pressure or they have diabetes as well, if you start seeing changes and improvements in your numbers, they may be seeing those as well if they're on medications and just give them fair warning so that if they have symptoms, for example, if you're taking blood pressure medications, a sudden fatigue that you didn't have before, dizziness upon standing, um, or just, you know, not feeling well, 
check your blood pressure. You want to check it before you take your medications and an hour after taking medications. And the reason I say that is if your blood pressure is under 120 um, before you take your medications, it's time to call your doctor and say, hey, my blood pressure has been running, you know, in the normal range without medication. Um, should I be cutting this down or taking it at all? And with just a note of caution here also with blood sugars, if you're seeing blood sugars consistently running under 150 in the morning, we probably should be uh, speaking to your doctor about decreasing or stopping medications as well. Um, so yeah, so that would be my, my, uh, how to get your blood pressure down the top five things you can do. I can just kind of reemphasize those again, eat high nitrate containing foods that convert the that to nitric oxide in the body, avoiding mouthwash. So those are going to be your dark green leafies and beetroot. Um, in particular is really great. Uh, eat two tablespoons of ground flaxseed daily and make sure it's ground, not just the seed because then you'll just poop it out. Um, yes, I said, get poop. <laughs> anyway, um, never quite grew up, I guess. Um, get moving, exercise daily, um, really focusing in on the isometrics, which is like grip strength and wall sits. So if you see me doing a live with a wall sit, you know why. And um, remove added sodium from your diet if you can. And then uh, drink one cup of hibiscus tea with each of your meals. So hope you guys find that helpful. Um, would love to hear your comments of other things that you found to be helpful with lowering your blood pressure. And um, yeah, check out if you're looking for some healthy recipes, The Healing Kitchen on drmarvis.com. And I work with uh, Brittany Giroudi and we meet live every single Wednesday and we answer all your questions. We have a community. We have deep dive workshops with myself every single month uh, that you'll have access to for free. And um, I give an ebook with that as well. Uh, that Our next one will be um, at the end of the month on October 26th. I'm going into a really deep dive on plant-based labs, like what labs you should be getting, how often you should be getting them. Um, I did do a video here if you want to see that and you don't want to join, that's fine too. But I'll be going deeper into the conversation and um, encouraging people to bring their labs. And if they have questions, I'm happy to answer those in a general sense. Um, so yeah, there you go. And uh, looking forward to seeing you. Oh, 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 oh. And we also do expert guest workshops every month. Uh, this Saturday, we're doing one on sustainable weight loss with Vince Roundtree. Next month, we have Dr. Clapper. The following month is Kim Campbell. And then we got um, Brenda Davis in January. So again, free to the Healing Kitchen members, along with everything else we're offering. But you can also just attend on the one-off if you prefer. So Hope that's helpful, guys. And again, would love to hear more from you, what you've done to help your blood pressure, or if you have other questions or other topics you'd like me to focus on during these lives. And I will do my best to show up here tomorrow. We have our workshop, though, tomorrow um, on the sustainable weight loss. If you want to do that, you should head on over to Dr. Marvis, click on the, the workshop there, and, and join us um, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay, guys. Have a great day, and it was lovely talking to you all. Okay. Oh, y'all. I said I got my little bit of my texting out.